Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Rising costs and keeping up with your current financial obligations, like raising kids and paying for college, what means that some Americans are tempted to hold off on saving for retirement. They think that it makes sense to wait until the kids have grown and there's more money to save. The problem, it's easy to say that uh, you'll save more later, but as the Lehman Lewis team will explain today, a lot of empty nesters are struggling to keep that promise to catch back up. And that can mean trouble for your retirement. Thanks for joining us, Northern Colorado. Welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team anytime at 970-446-1234 or on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to the show. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Before we launch in, um, a little history for all of us. Coca-Cola, back in 1985, made one of the worst... Uh, I guess it would be marketing decisions of all time when it decided to change its original formula and they came out with new Coke. It was a resounding flop. And by uh, mid-year 1985, classic Coke was back. And in 1995, all of us who shop on Amazon, well, Amazon officially opened for business in 1995. So think about, uh, you know, advancing forward and, you know, coming up on 30 years, Amazon was really a, a book-selling uh, proposition when they first started. And, of course, Jeff Bezos and his company have uh, changed how people shop. Um, but we still, here at Lehman Lewis, want you to shop local, right? Absolutely. Exactly. That's right. Well, let's dive in. The Center for Retirement Research at Boston College says that empty nesters are not saving more for retirement after their kids have actually departed the house. Many parents cover hundreds of thousands of dollars in college costs rather than building their own retirement savings, and they're planning to catch up later, quote unquote. The survey found that empty nesters are not paying down mortgages or debt any faster than they did during their working years. The survey shows that many people actually cut back on work hours once their children were out of the house and took more leisure time, but their savings rate did not increase significantly Alicia Chuck Josh this is something that it, it, you know sometimes we all we get it we get in a rut um, and we say one thing and we don't follow through and this is one that people need to put a line in the sand and say I'm going to stop doing this I'm going to start doing this correct absolutely I think we we do see this a lot this is something that when people become empty nesters, we aren't seeing a lot of extra uh, savings happening. And that's why we really encourage people, uh, take it out of your check because when, uh, when it's not there, when you don't see it, you don't miss it. And so just make that part of your spending habits of just saving, 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 even if it is just 
going from your checking account, having an auto uh, moved over to uh, a Fidelity Investments or some sort of investment um, account, because otherwise, it's like what you said, Bruce, it just kind of keeps ticking along. And you just, before you know it, you're like, holy moly, I'm at retirement and I meant to save more. And shoot, I didn't. And then time is kind of against you. No doubt. So let's talk about some of the catch-up contributions for people who do want to boost their savings in those final, let's say, five to seven to ten years of their career. And they're mid I'm going to put myself right in here, uh, squarely in the mid-50s. So federal rules for 401k and IRA catch-up uh, savings, um, you know, possibly late in a person's working life. Currently, a person 50 or older can stash as much as 27000 a year into a 401k and 7000 into an IRA or a Roth IRA. Now, for people under 50, the rules allow saving up to 20500 in a 401k and six grand in the IRA or Roth IRA. But only about 12% of people with 401ks are actually hitting the limits they're allowed based on age, according to Vanguard. So, you know, those are things that people need to, to look at and realize. So how do you guys help bring people back with a dose of reality, uh, you know, if they aren't saving as much as they should? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, when you kind of look at those numbers, I think it's interesting. It's almost like the federal government recognizes people are procrastinating, you know, saving for retirement. So they're saying, hey, if you put this up for so long after age 50, you can ramp this back up. But when you look at kind of what we just talked about a minute ago, how people are putting that off, really what they're doing is they're sort of creating this long-term bad habit of not saving, they're getting in this stage of not doing it over that period of time. And that sort of translates into not ever getting in the habit of saving. And so I think it's important to kind of look at what what those numbers represent. So when you look at, say, average life expectancy of a 50-year-old, you know, based on statistical data now, they're looking at another 36 years, say, on average, male, female, there's some variation there. But Another 36 years. So if you're looking at retiring at, say, 65, you're going to need a portfolio that's going to last, say, another 20, 25, maybe even 30 years. And so I think once you kind of hit that point, it's important to look at, hey, how much do I have saved up? What does my budget look like? What is inflation going to look like? What if I make, you know, 4 or 5% annualized return against, say, a 3% inflation rate? What does that mean for the rest of my life? What does that mean for my savings? And I think for some people, it's it's sort of this proverbial slap in the face of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I need to start saving. So more often than not, I think a lot of people look at it as this sort of ambiguous, hard to tackle sort of thing. But when you sit down with a financial planner like us, we can sit down and run those numbers and give you just this really great pragmatic look at what those numbers actually mean. And then we can give you some real life advice on how to make some changes and adjustments so that we can make those, you know, dollars last longer in your lifetime. But if you're not doing it and you're kicking the can down the road, you're going to be in an even worse position, you know, five, 10 years down the road. So kind of important to look at earlier on and not procrastinate as much because it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. You know, Alicia and Josh and Chuck here at the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team, they, they help people again, establish what it is they want to accomplish in retirement. Now, Alicia and Josh, I know you guys recently celebrated an anniversary. Alicia, I saw 
a beautiful photo that you posted on the web of you and Josh kind of out in, I'm not sure where the picture was taken here in the Loveland area, but just a picturesque, I mean, your, your train was flowing, you guys are holding hands, you're kind of looking off in the distance, beautiful, you know, sunset photo. And I want to hearken people to that, to that vision. Think of the photo you took with your spouse um, on your wedding day or, you know, prior to, and, and think of the, the dreams that you were looking ahead. You both were kind of looking in the distance and obviously now you have Judah and Ezra now, um, you know, great family. And when we head to retirement, we have kind of that same thing. We're still looking to the future, but we understand we have a past and this is what Alicia, Chuck and Josh and Jeff and the entire team at Lehman Lewis, they, they help you think about that vision for the future, knowing what you've accomplished in the past. And they want to help you look into the future and figure out what it is you want to do with all of this life's work, this life savings, and just really piece the puzzle together with you. It's called the peace process at Lehman Lewis. You want to create your peace process, your roadmap to retirement, Reach out today at 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234, or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, for a lot of people, the big question is, can I afford to retire? It's one that, I mean, Chuck's been doing this nearly five decades, you know, especially with the talk of inflation concerns and the economy. So, how do you guys help people figure out whether they can afford to retire? Well, you know, there's a lot of factors that impact, you know, everybody's personal situation, like when do they want to retire? What kind of lifestyle do they want to have? But, you know, some of the basic guidelines that, uh, you know, I just read something, I actually wrote this down. Uh, about Fidelity. Fidelity put out that you should save one time your salary by the age of 30. And then by the time you're 40, you should have three times your annual salary saved. By the time you're, listen to this, by the time you're 60, eight times your annual salary. And by the time you're 67, 10 times what you're making annually. And, you know, they, the estimates on this follow the guidelines that there's so many other things, you know, other steps. But if you think about this, like Josh was saying earlier, if you're waiting until age 55 to say, oh, my, I, you know, I'm going to retire in 10 years, I need to make up some lost ground, it takes a lot more than eight times your annual salary at that time. You really got a lot of time to make up. And, you know, and that's one thing for people that are younger man, start saving because it's, like Josh said, it's not, uh, you know, timing the market is how much time you've had in the market. It just takes a little bit out of your savings or, you know, out of your paycheck every week. You won't miss it. And it just adds up. It's just amazing. But, you know, even if you, you're the person says, I've not done that. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to retire. And we have a lot of people that come in here that say that. And it's amazing that when they, you know, they think, oh, everybody says I have to have, you know, a million dollars or two million, whatever the number is, everyone's situation is different. And it's better to know if you have enough, whether than just throwing up your hands and saying, oh, I can never retire. You need to know. 
And, and you need a plan. And that's the thing we're always talking about is getting a plan together so that at least you know where you're going and, and saying, oh, yeah, I can't have that yacht down in, in the Bahamas, but I can buy a fishing boat up at Horsetooth. So, you know, these are the kind of things you might have to back off on. But wouldn't you rather know if you can and how much you're going to have than just wandering around thinking, oh, I'm going to work until I die? That's not the way to live. Come on in. The phone you number know, again, 970-446-1234. And Alicia, we have about a minute left. It, it really is just, you want to maintain your standard of living or get better in retirement. So you better put a plan behind it. Well, and, and that's the whole thing. And I think sometimes people come in here and they they do throw their hands up saying, I don't think I'll ever be able to retire. Um, you know, I just... But I might as well just see what it would look like. And I think, you know, we, we say this all the time. We, we remind people that your investments shouldn't dictate your retirement lifestyle. You know, your dream retirement lifestyle should actually be dictating your investments. And so it is important. And I think when you have a plan, that's how it'll work. And so making sure that you know, hey, this is the track that I'm on, and and maybe that track is, hey, this is how much you need to save or put towards your mortgage extra or uh, how to save. Should it be in your 401k or 401k Roth or uh, different types of investments? You know, because there is a lot to um, making sure that as you approach that retirement finish line, if you will, the, the finish line of working that you have something to retire to. And so again, that's where having a plan will give you that ah, feeling of, okay, I can do this or give you that feeling of let's go. I know what I need to do to get it done. The phone number again, 970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO retirement report right after this. Are you ready to start working on your retirement roadmap? Schedule your visit with the Lehman Lewis team today by texting MAP to 970-446-1234. That's the word MAP to 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. For even more on retirement planning, check out the Lehman Lewis team's TV show, Retire Colorado. Tune in Sunday mornings at 5.30 on 9 News. Well, there's no way to truly prepare for something as devastating as death of a spouse. It's important to realize that you probably will not be able to, you know, to capably make solid financial decisions when you're in a grief period. 
And that's why we want to spend some time today here on the NOCO Retirement Report talking about some of the steps that you should and really do need to take if this happens to you. And more often than not, folks, it's when it happens to you. And how can you make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page right now with your finances so that someone isn't left with tough decisions to make when this situation happens? Alicia, Chuck, Josh, you know, obviously this isn't, um, you know, the subject that everybody wants to address, but it is one of the things that you address when uh, individuals and couples come in and sit down and talk with you about the the entire retirement plan because again we don't know when it's coming but we do know that life after us is coming and i i know over the years you've all dealt with it you've dealt with losing great clients uh but being there for the other uh tremendous clients that are the spouses or the family of these folks and knowing that the plan is in place that uh, again, there are some situations that they don't have to, to you know, truly worry about because it's been planned for. But uh, I guess just talk through some of those um, personal things that have happened, because when you're in business that you are, the, these are the, the tough conversations that you've had, but also the, the situations you've helped people through. You know, and as you were talking, I, my mind was going back to all these situations of clients that we've lost or, you know, where they've come in and, and we've sat down around a table and, and you know, have told us that, uh, you know, he's going to pass away soon. And, you know, we sit around a table and all of us cry, I mean, because they're friends. And I think that a lot of it, too, is just sitting down and and a big part of that is the relationship, right? We we are not a transactional firm. We are a relational firm. And so it's not just working with one spouse. It's working with both of them and making sure that they both know what is happening in their plan. And so, um, again, the relationship piece is huge because then we can sit down. We can have, you know, that good cry, if you will, and then say, all right, we're going we're gonna to help you walk through this. Um, and we typically have a list for of things that, hey, these are the things that you need to do that we can't do for you, but we're going to take everything off your plate that we possibly can. But there's just a few calls that we, you know, we don't have access to be making for you and uh, just helping them through that process because there is surprisingly a lot that needs to be done when you lose a spouse. And we always want to make sure that everything is done properly. And, um, so that, you know, the, the living spouse is, um, getting all the money that they should be getting, whether it's through social security, pension, all those things. But also there's, there's a lot of things that people just don't think about that. Oh my goodness, I have to, um, do this, this, and this. And that's where, again, we come in so we can sit down with them and, and give them that list and take the burden off of them and, and let them know that, hey, uh, um, a burden shared is a burden. What is the saying? A burden shared is a, oh man, lighter I forgot burden. the saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lighter burden. Yeah. But again, I, I just think that the relationship piece there is the really big part. I mean, we had, we had a client uh, pass away several weeks ago, and the spouse called us first. I mean, called us first, and it was just like, hey, what an honor and a privilege 
Um, but again, that just shows the relationship that, that we hold with the people that we work with. And that's, yeah. again, that's why we do what we do. Folks, again, it is a relational business. It is family. I mean, you, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh are, are family, but Jeff is as well. Uh, Carrie, everybody that works at Lehman Lewis, they want you to feel like you're part of the Lehman Lewis family. If you would like to have this kind of relationship, reach out today, 970-446-1234. Now, the World Health Organization says that women tend to live between six and eight years longer than men on average. So that means that not every time, but most of the time, wives are going to outlive their husbands. I've seen it with my own mom. My my dad's been gone for, you know, uh, good grief, 15 plus years. So how do you help couples understand the reality uh, with their financial planning and preparing for another spouse? So this is kind of one of those statistics I think a lot of people know. You know, they, they understand women typically live longer, but I don't think they actually address that, right? It's one of those things of like, yeah, I, I've heard that, I've read that, and, you know, what does that actually mean? And a lot of times, I think, you know, when we meet with families initially, a lot of times it's a husband who's kind of driving in the in the finance department and they, you know, handle a lot of those sorts of things. And a lot of times they say, oh, my wife really isn't interested in finances. She doesn't want to come to the meeting. You know, she doesn't know a lot about it. And sort of our reaction is like, well, that's great. Today's the day she's going to learn yeah. because it's so important that they're looped in on those meetings, that they understand the process behind what we do and kind of the the why to the what with, you know, the whole planning process so that when that does happen, the wife is already up to speed. She might not be as involved as the husband, but she already knows kind of the general process, understands all of those things that goes with it so that there is a lot easier transition. So, you know, statistically, when, when the wife becomes the widow, she understands, hey, I, I have this financial plan. I might not understand all the details amazingly, but I get the idea behind it. And I think ultimately, it's kind of that thing that we always like to address early on and look at, hey, what does this look like when one person passes away and we put that plan together? You know, and uh, a lot of times we find that when they the spouse comes in, it's because they're, uh, you know, it's usually their husband's taking care of everything and, and they feel like they just don't understand it. And so many times after meeting with us and going over their plan and everything, they're like, gosh, you guys, I, I this is the first time anyone's ever explained this to me in terms that I understand it. And you're not talking over my head. You're not making me feel like, oh, you're just a spouse that doesn't know what's going on. And, you know, that that always makes me feel good that um, I always tell them I'm giving it to you in layman's terms. And, you know, it always gets a giggle. But they they say, you're absolutely right. You, you put this on the board. You made it visual for me. I understand it. And, and so many times they walk away and the husband will say, Thanks for doing that. You know, now I feel like she is more involved. And I just, I love to see how many uh, women are taking that step of saying, I want to be a part of this. And more and more, we are seeing that more and more. And, you know, women do control a lot of the money in the United States. And it's, it is, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud when women do get in, involved. I think that it's just, it's awesome. And, um, yeah, I just, I love it. 
Folks, uh, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you. It's on the website, laymanlewisresources.com. Look for the estate planning guide. It's a downloadable guide. Get you uh, educated, and then I'm, I'm sure we'll spawn some questions, ones that you can reach out and ask of Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Layman Lewis team. That estate planning guide is found at laymanlewisresources.com. Click on the estate planning guide. Enter your name and your email address. It'll be a downloadable PDF courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh in the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So there are some first step things that uh, if something happens to our spouse that we, there are kind of two scenarios. One, you things that you do need to act quickly on and other things that you do want to take some time and, and slow down and, and really make sure you're intentional, uh, Alicia's word of the year. Uh, so let's talk through uh, some of those things and some of the connections that you all have to help people, you know, in planning for this process. Yep, absolutely. And a lot of people do call us pretty directly, um, clients, uh, even people who aren't clients that have heard us talk about this, whether it be on the radio or some of our uh, TV shows. Um, it could be even in some of our educational programs that we hold that when we are talking about these things, they they hear us and they say, okay, I'm going to call them. And, um, you know, so for the people that are clients of ours, a lot of times we do say, okay, let's get with your attorney. And clients of ours, we do work very, very closely with uh, their attorney. A lot of times, even uh, as we're going through the retirement planning process and creating their plan, we are talking to their attorney. We want to make sure that they have a team behind them. So that's that's one thing that we always say, let's call your attorney. Um Absolutely uh, contact Social Security Administration and whatever payment is the larger they get to keep. And, um, you know, sending, getting the death certificates, um, you know, that's something that we handle. We say, okay, we need, you need to get X amount of copies of death certificates um, because as soon as we get those death certificates, we're going to make sure that those are sent to the financial in institutions. Um and the credit agencies and IRS and all of that. That's one thing that we always say that's probably the first thing that you should do is get copies of the death certificates um, because that does take probably a week, I'm guessing, maybe not quite a week. But, you know, and I, I think that the quicker you can do that, the quicker you can, um, you know, get money from financial institutions and things like that. And then there are some things that, you know, you can kind of act a little bit slower on, right? You can make sure that, you know, in any huge, big financial decisions, um, we really encourage people to wait six months to a year. Um, if somebody passes away and, and their spouse is like, I'm selling the house right now, you know, typically we say, let's pump the brakes so that you're making decisions not in, a, in an emotional state, um, let's, let's get through these first couple of months because there is, you know, the grieving process and other, you know, stuff that needs to get done. We don't ever want anybody to make a hasty decision and then regret it later. So there are mm. some things that we, you know, we recommend. And then, Absolutely. you know, we, we always want to make sure 
that their family, the family that is close to them, can also be involved, right? Because if, you know, a son or a daughter wants to come into some of these meetings, we say, absolutely, let's let's get your family involved with this um, so that they can know what's going on and know that mom or dad who, or whoever is the one left living is taken care of, and they feel good about that as well. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh. Start the conversation today at 970-446-1234-970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. The NOCO Retirement Report continues right after this. Ready to take control of your future? Register now for one of Lehman Lewis Financial Group's upcoming dinner seminars by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Inflation, it never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. It's the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alyssa, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Today, we've been discussing what to do with your finances after your spouse passes. And guys, uh, again, this isn't a subject everybody's really excited to talk about, but it I think once the conversation starts and it's understanding that it's taking care of the one who's, you know, still alive and uh, family members and how you navigate these things, um, it breaks down some barriers. And, and I think once you open up the lines of communication, people are more willing to talk through this because they understand it's it's something that is coming. You just don't don't know when. Uh, you know, it's unlikely that both spouses pass at the same time. So. How do you help ensure that the surviving spouse is going to have enough to live on? Yeah, that's a great question. Again, this kind of comes back to that planning part and looking at you know what the budget is, what the assets are, and how all of those get distributed over time. And a lot of different things kind of play into that, whether it's social security benefits, pensions, um, life insurance, all of these things. So when we start looking at kind of that planning aspect, we always look at things like, what does this translate to when one of you passes away? What's that social security benefit going to be? What's the survivor benefit on your pension? Um, how do those IRAs come over? If there's a more than a 10-year age difference, there's some different rules that go with that. So again, it's really that 
big picture planning part of looking at how the assets go out, but again, also looking back at the tax liability that goes with it because you know, you look at married filing jointly, that's really the most advantaged kind of way to file your taxes. And then all of a sudden you're gonna be a single filer and that's gonna increase your tax liability also. So there's a lot of different pragmatic steps to look at to make sure, hey, you know, do we have contingencies in place if, you know, Mr. passes away first? What does it look like if Mrs. passes away first? So again, kind of looking at two two ends of the spectrum there and then making sure it's going to all be taken care of in an efficient possible manner. Again, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you on the website, laymanlewisresources.com. It's the estate planning guide. Just uh, go there and scroll over to the estate planning guide, click on it, enter your name and email address. It'll be a downloadable PDF to you, courtesy of Alyssa, Chuck, and Josh in the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. That's at laymanlewisresources.com, the free estate planning guide. All right, so let's talk about some income situations. Josh, you just brought it up. If something happens to one spouse and, and you're the surviving spouse, uh, there are things like pensions you need to think about, social security payments. As you talked about, the implications tax-wise, you go from a married filing jointly to a single-payer uh, tax household. So there are truly some things that you have to uh, get your mind wrapped around and also plan for moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I I think that this is where people love slash maybe hate this conversation a little bit because it is one of those situations, a conversation we don't really want to have about planning. What does it look like if, um, you know, husband dies or if wife dies? And we always look at that when we are doing planning. You know, if somebody has a pension, we're always looking at what would be the best pension, um, you know, to take, would it be no survivor benefit, hundred percent, 50%, 75, all those options. Um, and we're running the numbers on those. And I think that it's important to know those numbers so that when either one of the spouses passes away, the other one knows I'm going to be okay financially and I'm going to be okay tax wise. Because I mean, like you said, all these things work together. You know, you pay more taxes when you are filing single. And so we have to take that into consideration. We want to make sure that your income is, you're not going to outlive your income. You're not going to outlive your portfolio. And, um, a lot of that again has to do with having a plan, having, making sure that you have, um, you know, that you, that we have looked over these numbers so that we can help make a plan if there isn't enough money. And I think many times this is overlooked and unfortunately, many times it's overlooked in our industry as well. Everybody likes to say, oh, you'll be fine. But will they be fine if one of the spouses passes away? And that's where we look at it and say, mm, we have a little bit of a gap here. We need to make sure that this is planned for. And, um, you know, sometimes it is making a completely new retirement plan when people come over to us because it's never been planned for. Again, the phone number 970 Four four six one two three four to reach out to the Lehman Lewis team. Now, Chuck, what do we need to know about life insurance as a tool that can help make sure that our spouse, uh, again, or you know, let's say it's the the kids that are left, and you know the the last parent has passed, that that everybody is getting what was intended to come to them. Uh, how can life insurance be used as a tool? 
you know, life insurance, and, and I've been in this industry for so long, and I actually started uh, with Prudential, and life insurance was my main bread and butter. And it was, you know, I was working with people that were my age in their 20s and 30s saying, hey, you know, if something happens to you, uh, your your wife needs to have the house paid off. Kids need to go to college, you know, because your income's gone and all this stuff. And as people get older, they're thinking, oh, you know, mortgage is paid off. Kids aren't living at home. So they say, we don't need life insurance anymore. And sometimes they don't. But, you know, the, the real issue is, is that life insurance, it can be that thing that picks up that uh, income like the Social Security, you're, you know, you're living on both your Social Securities and then one of you passes away, you get the highest of the two, but you're still losing, uh, you know, in, in some instances and in most, you know, 24, 25,000 bucks a year. So it's like you need to be able to look at it and say, do I need life insurance to replace some income? Or, you know, uh, if I have life insurance, can I ha have a higher payout option on my pension uh, so we can enjoy that money now, knowing that when we, uh, you know, if we pass away, the life insurance is going to pick that up? Or, you know, one that just came to my head was a person that, you know, had everything in, in the market. And he says, I like the market, but I know that if something happens to me and the market's down, this could really hurt my wife. So he bought life insurance saying, you know, if the market goes completely tipsy-turvy and I pass away, she still has the same amount that was in the market in the life insurance. And you take this, you know, going another step with this. A lot of people use life insurance not just for the death benefit, but in the event that one of them needs long-term care, home health care, assisted living, end up at, you know, the in, in a nursing home. Nobody wants to think about it. And nursing home insurance is expensive. And if you don't use it, you lose it. So life insurance can be used. You can take the death benefit out on a yearly basis to use for long-term care. And if you don't, well, they're tax-free inheritance to your family. There's so many ways that life insurance, uh, you know, it's morphed into a, an asset class and not just life insurance over the last 20 years. And when we show people this, I, I'm, I'm going to say 95% of the people, their eyes just like, gosh, I was never aware of that. They've never been given that option of how it can be used in their Retirement plan, death planning, life planning, long-term care planning. And again, the option you're never given is the option you'll never take. Don't you know what don't you want to know what all your options are? This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock and Alicia and Josh. This is I, I will say I operated under this myth, this assumption. And Chuck, you can certainly weigh in on this as well. Probably until I was about forty. I mean, you think um you know, from the time you start working, you start paying into Social Security. And so often we operate under myths. Where do they come from? Who knows? It's something we assumed we've heard at some point in time around the water cooler or wherever. And that's it. You know, I pay into Social Security and my wife's been paying into Social Security. Well, you know, when one of us passes, you know, both those social securities just keep coming until, you know, you're both gone. Well, no, that's not exactly how it works. And it wasn't until I was probably 40 that I stopped operating under that myth. And I think sometimes, again, people that don't seek advice operate under myths like that. And those are ones that can really hamper you 
when one spouse passes away, if you're only operating under a myth and you've never sought, you know, counsel or advice in this area. That's exactly right. And it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Um, you know, myths are funny. You think of that term like a lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. <laughs> and I think a lot of times we have these preconceived notions or we're like, yeah, I read that somewhere, you know, just like you said. And then pretty soon we start making decisions based on that. And then we end up setting ourselves up, you know, kind of for failure in a lot of ways. And, you know, it's important to recognize that the higher of the two social security benefits is the benefit that will remain. So looking at that, you know, one spouse dies, that benefit's gone, right? They might get the larger one, but it really kind of depends on how that's structured. If you're getting a spousal benefit, your husband passes away, you're going to now start receiving his benefit. So it's important to recognize kind of when you're filing for Social Security and you're putting together that strategy, just because you can get it at 62 and people go, well, you know, what's what's the, uh, the deal breaker here? When am I going to break even on this? How long does it take between, you know, 62, 67, 70, all those different ages? When you start running those numbers, typically you're going to break even right around life expectancy. So that's where it becomes paramount to look at what does this translate to for my spouse? Does it make sense for me to take it earlier or does it make sense for me to wait because my spouse, maybe they don't have an earnings record and they're going to be completely reliant on you having a larger social security benefit. So, so much of that, you know, planning really needs to look at more than just how much can I get? When can I get it? And what's the best bang for the buck? You got to look at it long-term to make sure your spouse is in a good place. And if you do take it early, what's your contingency plan that you predecessor early on and you never reach that break-even point? So a lot of things to consider before you pull the trigger on that, because you know now a lot of those decisions are irreversible to a certain degree. And Alicia, when you guys are running these tables in front of people and putting the real world scenarios in front of them, we have about a minute left in this segment. It really is providing that information to them. And I'm guessing you've had some eye-opening experiences right there in front of you. Absolutely. We've had some tough conversations um, and we've had some really great conversations. I think it it comes back to um, we're not, we're not here to sugarcoat anything. We're here to help people have success in retirement. And so that does take hard conversations sometimes. And, but again, I think more than anything, people knowing where they're at and what they need to do to get in the right place, then it's up to them because at the end of the day, up the, up to them to decide, do I want to move forward and um, get this uh, retirement plan in place so that I can have success? Or am I going to brush this under the rug and procrastinate? And that's what we, we never want people to do that because again, that's, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And so um, we want to make sure that you are planning to succeed and Doing that means doing some of the hard work with us. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of the hard work, a, a lot of the heavy lifting, but making sure that you have a plan. Reach out today, 970-446-1234, or you can text the word VISIT to that same number. Text VISIT or call 970-446-1234. On the web, it's Layman Lewis Resources. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? 
Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting TAX to 970-446-1234. That's TAX to 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Inflation, it never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Well, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team, well, they get questions each and every week, whether they're emailed in, someone leaves a voicemail, and Carrie has compiled some of those top questions. And we're going to jump into our mailbag segment for the show today, guys. Sound good? Whoop, whoop. Yep. Yeah. Let's dive in. Question numero uno. I've been retired for about two years now, and so far it's been disappointing. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to feel this let down about how much free time I have, but that's how I feel. I'm thinking about a part-time job, but I also don't like the idea of locking myself into a certain number of hours or a certain schedule. So do you ever hear other people struggling with this same thing? And I'm guessing several times over the team has heard this, but uh, whoever wants to weigh in on this one. But I think, uh, again, um, not knowing exactly what you're heading into retirement to do can also be a problem as, uh, you know, just having a financial plan. Oh, you know, man. Yeah, this is something that we uh, we talk to people before retirement and ask them, well, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, what are your plans? What What's your dreams? What do you have on your bucket list? What are you going to do in retirement? And, you know, they say, well, you know, I, I've got these uh, things to do around the house. The door needs fixed. I mean, just crazy things. I'm not, well, that's good. What are you going to do the the rest of the 11 months of the year. And, you know, and it's like, you need to start thinking about what are you going to do? Because so many people, they fall into this trap of their, you know, their, their whole identity was in their work. And now they're like, I, I don't know what to do with myself. And then, you know, like this person saying, oh, I, I want to get a part-time job, but then that kind of holds me down to do the things I want to do if I want to go on vacation. And, you know, for those kind of people, we always say, there are a lot of places that, you know, what do you like doing? Well, do you think maybe you could donate some time and teach other people to do that? Or, you know, just there's so many things out there that they need people to help. And it, and you're not tied down to it. It's not like a job. And we find that when we 
expose people to all these different places that they could give their time and wherever their heart's at. You know, like a person, you know, he said he just started working with uh, walking dogs for a, 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 you know, a a place that takes shelter dogs. And he said, I just love it because I've always loved dogs. And he said, and now I'm, gosh, I'm there six, eight, six, eight hours a day because I love it. But guess what? Now I'm planning, I'm taking off on a little trip and, and I can just say, hey, see you guys when I get back. But it helped him to take that sitting in front of the TV and watching reruns of Law and Order. Mm. What was that movie? Um, Anne Hathaway starred in it. Um, oh, Internship, I, it, I think it was. Do yes. you guys remember the movie? I do. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Can't and, say nope. I do. Okay, well, it's so Chuck. You remember this? I mean, I his kind of do. Yeah, away, he was left, and he actually went back to work for a startup company um, because I think again, it was once he lost his spouse, he didn't know what to do, and this internship provided him something to go to every day, mm-hmm. and and you know, I, I think we've seen that over the course of time. A lot of times, you know, I, yeah. we've seen people that have retired. One guy says, I'm practicing retirement and I'm not too good at it. I've gone back and started two other businesses. And, yeah, and I said, are, well, like, you know, like if that's what business, you like, yeah. yeah, you don't have to work. You know, the main thing is you're doing something because you want to, not because you have to. Mm. Yeah. By the way, the phone number to reach out to Alicia, Chuck and Josh, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. All right, next question on the mailbag here on the NOCO Retirement Report. The idea of a big market drop makes me really uncomfortable now that I'm within a few years of retirement. How should I start repositioning my assets? Right, what a timely question. Um, this is a big one for a lot of people because they start looking at kind of the time horizon of, you know, how long will my assets last? And then if I retire, say, in the middle of a recession, uh, a lot of concern kind of comes with that. So again, this really comes back to, you know, not to belabor the point, but having a plan, looking at, hey, am I just strictly invested in stocks and bonds? Is my portfolio completely subjected to the whims of the market? And a lot of times, most people kind of getting to that retirement phase, that that's really their investment exposure. And so that's where we come in and sit alongside of them and say, hey, maybe let's look at repositioning over here in a fixed indexed annuity because it's going to give you some, some upside potential, but it's going to mitigate your downside risk. Maybe we're going to do that for an income play. Maybe we're going to look at life insurance and say, hey, this is going to reduce your overall market risk as well. It's going to give you upside, but there's some tax benefits along the way. So really looking at, hey, what are all these different opportunities out there that maybe aren't totally subjected to the volatility of the market and look at how does that work in your plan? Now, don't get me wrong. We're still big advocates of the market and we like having money in there because, you know, you look at the long term trajectory of the market. It's always, you know, recovered and gone back up. So as those market dips come and go, that's when you want to start looking at, hey, how does this translate to maybe my own risk tolerance to my own time horizon and then start looking at, hey, what are all of the options available to me? Because for most folks, they're in a 401k plan or, you know, some type of employer plan where that's really all they have available. So that's all they've ever known. And they hit that kind of retirement phase or pre-retirement looking at that option and they go, well, what else is there? 
Well, that's where you give us a call and we can look at some of those different options and figure out what might be a good fit for you and your specific plan. Again, the phone number to reach out, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234, or you can find some great resources online at laymanlewisresources.com. All right, next question on the mailbag here on the NOCO Retirement Report, and I think this comes from uh, the children. <laughs> How many life insurance policies is an acceptable amount? It's a debate in my family. I feel like my mom could be overdoing it with some of the little policies that she has. Oh man, do we see this a lot. And sometimes I, I, I think I would agree with you, but sometimes I would, I disagree with it being too much. It really depends on I hate to say it, but the health of uh, the person who's insured, because a lot of times we can consolidate some of those because a lot has changed in the world of life insurance these days than what it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. But on, on the other hand, if the health of the insured is not good and they might not be able to get insured you might want to hang on to them. And that's where we do like a life insurance analysis to see what it is that um, your, maybe what you have, or maybe what your parents have in this case, we're able to kind of do that analysis and say, yeah, this is a little excessive or no, this is something that we would, you know, say, keep a hold of all of these. And this is why. So again, I think it doesn't, um, there's no real debate on if it's right or wrong. It just depends on the person. So you're telling me your peace process does include a life insurance analysis along with income analysis and everything else. Absolutely. We do uh, the full analysis, a portfolio analysis. We do life insurance analysis. We do annuity analysis and income analysis, as well as tax analysis. So there's a lot of digging that we do. Um, we also like to make sure that, uh, you know, that, that you have an updated will or trust or, um, you know, looking at the big picture. We're not just looking at, you know, what investments do you have? We're looking at making sure that you have a full-blown plan that everything is taken into consideration and everything is working together for you. Awesome. So uh, again, to reach out and start your peace process with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, the Lehman Lewis team, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Final question on our mailbag segment today is uh, this. I'm really struggling to get organized with my finances. We have money saved, but I just keep letting all this paperwork pile up. Could you help sort through everything that I have or would I need to get it in some type of order and together before I come in and talk to you for the first time? Yeah. So I guess the question is, do you show up at your CPA's office to have them do your taxes and just hand them a shoebox of receipts and say, hey, itemize these for me? Um, it's a little Maybe tongue in cheek, some but people do, I'm sure. But you know, honestly, a lot of what you get in the mail sometimes from financial institutions, some of that gets really redundant. And so I think sometimes people save way too much. And I think there's kind of this fine line where people save way too little. 
But you know, when you start talking about investment portfolios and things like that, a lot of information can just be derived directly from your monthly or quarterly statement from you know whoever your custodian is. But again, kind of having your own system also of maybe where your life insurance you know policies are, maybe your 401k plan, um, all of those things sort of get important, maybe even the phone number on how to reach those folks. So, but honestly, we have a list. So if you ever called in and said, hey, I would love to sit down with you guys, have a consultation, kind of get a better grip on my finances, we actually email out a list of everything that we would like to see, you know, the information that we want you to bring in. And a lot of times it's kind of pretty basic. So more often than not, you know, people bring in like a briefcase of all these unopened envelopes and we don't necessarily need to take a look at it because a lot of that stuff starts to get dated. So again, kind of looking at some of your current information, then we build out a lot from there. So, you know, it, we definitely help you sort through that to some degree, but you know, again, there's some limitations with that. And again, I think bigger point of that too, is we want to make sure we're all being efficient with our time. So, you know, having some level of organization before you come in is beneficial for you and it's beneficial for us. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind kind of as those things start piling up, it's good to sort of assess what's important, what's maybe not so important. So I can't be like Vince Vaughn and dodgeball and open the closet and all the receipts fall out and say, Hey, this is what I call keepers. Ideally, no. <laughs> if you're going to bring in your proxy report statement for oh you know, your summary prospectus, that, you know, those things aren't beneficial in our regard. But, you know, some Josh people like to reading save them. them. Nobody else does. You can get all that electronically anymore. So save your back. Don't drag it in. <laughs> oh, well, guys, I, I, I do want people to realize that it is um, the experience that you get with Lehman Lewis is to come in and sit down and, and have conversations like these. You can have some fun. You can have some real conversations. Uh, but in the end, they want to help you get into and through retirement successfully. The number to reach out and start the process is 970-446-1234. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four, or you can go to the web at laymanlewisresources.com for some great downloadable resources to you. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, always great to be with you here on the show. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. This is the NoCo Retirement Report. For more great content from the Lehman Lewis team, including past shows, go to laymanlewis.com. That's laymanlewis.com. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970 446 one, two, three, four. Again, that's nine, seven, zero, four, four, six, one, two, three, four. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are going to be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. 
Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.